All right, welcome to this week's episode of Quotes and Chokes Podcast. I'm Nick Angeloni. And I'm Ruth Pogosian. And this week we got the number two, number two, right? Number, number two. two heavyweight uh, in the world, Curtis Blades. Next heavy, UFC heavyweight world champion. Yep, thanks for joining us, man. The if legend killer. <laughs> um, so, um... I think we'll probably get into some like specific questions and stuff, and maybe like let's just first start of all, out. congratulations on a phenomenal win yeah. over a legend. It was an excellent fight where you showed both high IQ and grit. Um, that knee was gnarly. That he connected with <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that same knee has put a lot of people in the hospital. Uh, it put Fujita in the hospital. I think he was in a coma for a couple of days. And for those that don't know, Fujita had a skull that was twice... Like, they did MRI. I keep hearing that. Yeah, he had yeah. a skull that was twice as thick as, like, a regular man's skull. And Alistair's knee put him in the hospital. Mine and you three times as thick. It must be. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Did you... Um, somebody was telling us that... Um, that they were talking... Who was it that said that? They were, said they were talking to you afterwards. And you were like... What Lavelle. Oh, yeah, Lavelle said that. Yeah, yeah, Lavelle asked him. Do you remember it? What? Oh, no, the knee? No, I don't know. I watched the video. I was like, dang, that was a nice knee. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we had two hypotheses about that. It's like either the knee didn't bother you at all, so you're like, yeah, it's nothing, or it hurt so much that you forgot about it. <laughs> I think I did the latter. I yeah. Think, uh, <laughs> That's funny. So, like, tell us about that fight. Um, Kind of, what I'm kind of interested in is... is when you fight somebody, you know, you kind of achieve that uh, that saying of of uh, when your idols become rivals, you know. Um, when you go to fight somebody like that, like, how, how you feeling? Like, is it easy just another dude or is it, you know what I mean? Like, how do you look at fights like that? Uh, respect factor definitely goes, like, through the roof. Like, yeah. When you go from a guy like Alexi Olenek to, like, Mark Hunt. Yeah. And then to Alice Overman, it's like... I just can't do nothing but respect them. But then I respect that they're dangerous, but I also respect myself. I know I can take them down. I know I can beat them if I stick to the game plan. Yeah, yeah. Stick to what we've been drilling and working on for weeks and months. Um, Cody, Cody Donovan has, like, told us when... Uh, I was just going to say that. We're in the locker room? Yeah. He, he, said, he says, Yeah, he says you're a different man in the locker room. The focus that you have... Is like you come into practice, you do your work, you get it done. But he says com- that when you compare that to the man that you are in the locker room, he's like it's a it's a different human. Do you, you do that consciously? Yeah, man, I lock it. Like it's easy for me. It's it's practice. I don't want to sound like Allen Iverson, but it's practice. You know, like, <laughs> I can't get too geeked up. I know you're supposed to love every in and every everything about it, but practice is a grind. So I don't have the same attitude. Yeah, I want to put the work in. I want to get better. But it sucks being, like, doing sprints, doing box-ups. It doesn't make me happy. Yeah. What makes me happy is going out there competing and winning and having my hand raised, and I look forward to doing it. Hell yeah. I mean, the, those stuff, the box jumps, all that shit, this has to be done. Yeah. But, um... I'm not like, yay. Yeah, I'm not looking... Metabolic nobody's looking day. forward to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yesterday doing Metabolic Day, I was like, oh, God. I was but, happy it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and that has to come from all the years of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you started wrestling? I started in high school. High school. Freshman year, so 14. Wow. And 
how did you get into wrestling? Was there somebody that got you Peer into pressure? <laughs> Peer pressure. Peer all, pressure. All the offensive linemen and D linemen I played with my freshman year of uh, football, they were all like, well, we're all going to wrestle. We were, we were going into it using it as just like uh, extra conditioning because I was like focused on football. I wanted to go to the league. I wanted to play in the NFL. I wanted to. So you've been playing football since you were a kid then? I, I started in like fifth grade. Oh, okay. So that was your original dream, football. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of. I realized I was better at wrestling. Like, it's. A lot of people. It's one of my strengths. I have no problem looking in the mirror and admitting sometimes too easy, but I can admit, like, when I'm deficient at. Mm-hmm. My get off off the line was not D1, so I was like, I'm probably not going to the league. But my double leg was. Pretty good, so I was like, I can probably go D one with this, so I'll stick with this. Wow, and that's the type of honesty that uh, the champion has to possess with himself. You got to be completely honest with yourself, knowing where your strengths lie, where your weakness exactly, where your weaknesses are, where you should work on. Um, yeah. So you wrestled till you were junior college champ, right? National yeah. champ, and then I went to NIU first, which was D one, and messed up my grades. Then I went to a JUCO, so I kind of did it backwards. Oh, okay. Most <laughs> people go JUCO first and yeah. do one. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you stop? Like, when did you transition to MMA? Like right after um, JUCO. After I won JUCOs, I was supposed to go to a, a NAIA school. Okay. Uh, Lindenwood in Missouri, and it it was all good. I had the my resume for wrestling was good. My grades were. Good enough to get the scholarship. Good it's enough. Just, <laughs> good enough. Good enough to get the scholarship. <laughs> but um, my my transcripts, being lazy, being young, I didn't get them in in times. So I missed that that, that little window, window uh-huh. to sign up for fall classes. So I was like, fuck, I got to do something to to stay in shape. I was going to re, re-enroll in the spring. Yeah. But a buddy of mine from high school who was already into MMA, his his father and him they kept bugging me all s- summer from like April all the way to August and I was like fine I'll go yeah and I went to a boxing gym and then I was I I guess I was all right I I thought I got my ass <laughs> a bunch of old dudes they were just with my ass they was like we'll give you get you an amateur fight and how was that huh amateur MMA fight mm-hmm. right. how many amateur fights did you have nine. Oh, okay. Would have had a lot more, a lot of backouts. Yeah, a lot of backouts. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, how it's amateur. Type backouts. They, they, that's the most unprofessional that's thing, isn't it? Like so it's amateur. It's amateur. <laughs> true. It's amateur, yeah. I was so happy to go pro. Yeah. Then it happened. My first RFA fight was supposed to be on TV in uh, St. Louis. The guy, he's at weigh-ins. We do the weigh-in, and then. Early that morning, he leaves, and he had a... F- the day of the fight? The day of the fight. He leaves the day of the fight. What he is his excuse? Him. His brother got in doing an accident. I'm like, hmm. it's kind of like the whole Darren Till thing. Like, yeah, your family member is going through something, but are, like, what are you trying to do? You tr- trying to get this money or... Yeah. You have an obligation. This is your job. You sign a contract, you got to follow exactly. up. Exactly. Right. I feel bad for his brother if it, if he would, if that was, was hurt. If that was I true. I don't believe it. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I if it was true. Yeah. Uh, but even even then, don't leave. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. He just I, left. He didn't tell the promoter. He didn't. Oh, for he, real? He just left. Huh. Oh no, that's, he just left. That's definitely not. I mean, if his brother actually. was like about to die, that's maybe. That, that's but if he was thing. just hurt, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna go heal him. Just go do this exactly, fight real fast. And then, exactly. Huh? Like you you live in Arkansas, so it's like a twelve hour drive. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you <laughs> Five doing? hours here or there is not gonna make a difference yeah, in you your brother recovery. Exactly. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, going back to kind of, I guess, flipping that switch or, or, you know, getting that focus, um, do you feel like that's something that you kind of naturally had or, or where do you feel like that, did it come from all the competitions or where did that come from? It came from my high school, high school wrestling coach, my first year on varsity when I was a sophomore, I used to, I was mentally weak. I used to break in practice all the time, like huh. talking, I cried one practice. Oh, yeah. Regarding the older guy, <laughs> like, uh, 20, 21-year-old, like, he was just so big, he would get on top, I just couldn't get up. Just suffocate under, yeah. under him? Yeah, I, he was doing that, like, covering your mouth. I got up, I was like, fuck, I'm done. I walked out on the team, I went home, and my, my coach, he called my dad, we had to sit down, we had to talk, and then from there, I was just, I was like... Do I want to do this? If I'm gonna do it, getting your ass kicked in practice is what you gotta do. The so, coach said that. Mm-hmm. And so, those are those like pivotal mo- yeah, moments in somebody's life. Pivotal. Yeah, I could have went the other way and just like I don't want to wrestle no more. So yeah. you made a choice from there, or like did did the coach do things with you to kind of help you? No, nah, he was like that old school uh, Leicester bowling type. Yeah, like a classic mean ass wrestling coach. <laughs> yeah, just just always harping on me, but it works. I started winning. And I started. Believing yourself. How like with Vinny, that, that gruffness, like, yeah. do it, just because I said do it, and it'll work. And at first I was resistant, but then it started working. I was like, I like winning. I keep doing it. Was, um, you learn how to respond to that. Yeah. To Wait, that were your parents like that? Hmm? Were your parents like that? Oh, my dad is. He's yeah. a former Marine. Oh, okay. So, he is? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's why that type of style he's, works he's for you. real drill yeah. hard nose yeah. get it done no my excuses mom's, my mom's a lot easier on me because it's my mom yeah yeah I feel like that style of coaching like it can work for some people and, and then it work can for push everybody. yeah yeah because a lot of the kids like my freshman year we started off with 28 guys on my senior year at last home match uh-huh. senior night three of us three guys wow. on the team no, no, three, three from the, the starting twenty-eight group. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, yeah. Huh. The attrition rate is yeah crazy for wrestling. If you do four years of wrestling, I respect you. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Uh, we, I mean, how many people would know that? Like, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people that did college wrestling, and they said like, "Well, that was high school and for you, but just just the general toughness of wrestling." That said, college wrestling like just made me hate wrestling. You know. It will. It'll do that to you. I never, because they also add in the weight. I never had to go to that. So oh, that's true. Adding yeah. that, maybe the, I would have hated it. I don't know. The weight cut adds another layer of misery yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, that's I used sure. to watch my roommates suffer. Die. Yeah, and you're sitting there eating tacos, like man. That no, I wouldn't do that to them. But speaking speaking of wrestling, I firmly believe that it's the backbone, the foundation of MMA. If you can't wrestle, especially nowadays, if you can't wrestle. You, you shouldn't you fight. at the mercy of the other guy. Yeah, you, you shouldn't fight. Hoping, hoping that he doesn't take you down. Or, yeah, hoping yeah. you get the knockout early. Because yeah. yeah. nothing else teaches you that grind. You got to get up. That wrestling grind of getting taken down, t- 
taking people down, getting up, scrambling. Uh, it exhausts the whole body. Yeah. It's like the top three t- toughest sports, physically and mentally, to me, would be gymnastics, wrestling, and then swimming. Swimming, um, yeah. I um, think like mentally, just like being beaten by. You think gymnastics half, is mentally tough? Yeah, like yeah, to bro, do, you ever seen to the do your best move, <laughs> and then they deduct the half a point for some BS. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of pressure. And stuff yeah, like, like you worked so hard for this one moment. You only get one shot to hit that whatever. Yeah. And swimming, I don't know if there's a grind worse than that scene. Physically and mentally. That pool just going back and forth in that same... Swimming gives me a sense of panic. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> like I'm going to drown. I can drown. swim, but I ain't the best swimmer. I ain't trying to do no laps. Like, yeah. Tony's been... Trying to get me to go up the Vasa with him in two laps. I'm like, nah, I go to the hot tub. <laughs> you look like you probably sink. I'm, I'm heavy. He's dense. I'm yeah. heavy in the bottom also, which is hard though. Yeah. You see a lot of swimmers, their legs aren't. They're skinny legs. Huge. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. big up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm not big up top. I'm big on the bottom. Relatively speaking. <laughs> yeah. Do you have something you want to say? Um, yeah, so. Uh, you know, you've accomplished a lot within this last year from knocking out Alenik, Mar- beating Mark Hunt, TKO and Alistair Overeem. Those elbows were gnarly. Uh, you've grown a lot as a fighter. And how would you say your life has changed? Now, comparing to about a year ago, like, uh, I can only imagine people coming out the woodwork, trying to be your friend, yeah. uh, I mean, I, uh, hopefully, girls sliding in the DMs. <laughs> I'm on my Drake, though. You're on your Drake? No, no new no friends? friends? No, 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 no. <laughs> no new friends. I mean, you've stayed the same person I've known, like, since you moved to Denver. The same Curtis, humble, down-to-earth. Uh, but I think that's the mentality you got to have. Surround yourself. Uh, be the same person that you've been throughout. I want to be humble. Like, I, I admire the humble... Ch- Champions. Like Mighty Mouse and Rose and Brian. He's not a ch- champ, but he's, I think he's going to win. So, yeah, yeah. Brian Ortega, I like, Ortega? Yeah. I like mm-hmm. those. You don't got, we're all lions. You don't got to roar. Like, mm-hmm. lions don't scare the lions. Like, we're both big. We both got skills. We're both going to get money. Let's just go fight. Like, we, it's still going to be a good fight. These I are just, facts right there. I just don't need the WWE aspect. I don't need that. How do you, uh, because I, I I could see, you know, some people, they don't like to do the trash talking and stuff, and I think it's better that way, um, but also, like, I know the off camera, you see, yeah, yeah, but I think, yeah, that we can get into that next, but uh, I, I think that um, off camera, you stay humble, too, I mean, you always, you seem like the same guy to me, yeah, you know? I mean, how do you, how do you kind of, do you... Is that just naturally you, or because I feel like even when if I win like a local fight for like the next <laughs> week or month, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> like it's a hard I, fight. I think that's natural, though, right? Yeah, you played a little bit. The man, yeah, yeah. Like the man, but like you don't gotta put him on my face. Like if you, like if a a fan walks up to me, it's like, congrats, that feels good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna walk down the street like, yeah, I just won my fight. I'm. Curtis Blaze, like, I don't yeah. gotta do all that. Like if you you know me, you know me. If you don't, you don't. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to self esteem. If I'm a person who has a high self esteem, yeah, like 
um, congratulations from others. It's gonna make feels me feel good. good, yeah, whatever. But like, it's not what makes me. It's not what feeds me my confidence. I'm already confident as is. It's just like a bonus, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Congratulations. But, uh, you know, that's not what's feeding me. That's not, you know, this my goal is my money. <laughs> my goal is what's feeding me. I'll be real. That's what's feeding me. I feel good about that when I look at my bank account. <laughs> and I remember before the, the last fight, we were sitting at high altitude. Um, we had just found out that... Uh, well, we had, I had just found out that your car was going to be the main event for the Fox Sports 1, right? And um, and you must have heard this question a thousand times. Somebody comes up to you. I forgot who it was. It was just like a person that just trains for fun. And they're like, they're like so pissed for you. They're like, oh, man, CM Punk. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you mean when it got when it got um, bumped down? Yeah, yeah. He's like, that was some bullshit. You gotta be pissed, huh? Curtis, Curtis, like, man. As long as I'm getting paid, that's true. As long as I'm getting that's the true, cheddar, man. it yeah. don't matter. Motivation, bro. Like, yeah. am I getting my money? I just want to be financially set. I want my future. I don't want to worry about going to work. Like, if I go to work, it's because I want to go to work. I don't yeah. want to have to go to work. I'm breaking my body down right now. Like we all, we all breaking are. our bodies. Yeah. I'm not doing it for nothing. I'm doing it yeah. for money, for lots and lots of money. That's just what it is. Like I, I think some people too. A lot of things are one thing that a lot of people don't think about is, you know, someone might say like, oh, like I got paid. Let's say I don't know. You start in the UFC and you won. You know, you make. You make Twelve they, and twelve. They right? start you at t- t- ten and ten. Oh, okay, that's so an improvement from a couple of years ago. It used to be eight and eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but even like like someone might say like, well, like twenty grand, like that I'd be happy with twenty shit, grand. Bro. Yeah, but it's like, it's how many years do you have? You know, you've got like how old are you? Twenty seven. So you got maybe probably eight to twelve years yeah. to. I mean, Get as much as I can to 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 provide for your whole life. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's like. Um, Cause yeah, you can do seminars. You can open up a gym. That's that's like work, work. That's work, work, work. I don't want. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to like, if I want to pop out and do something, I'll do something. If I want to hang out at home for eight months, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> but even that twenty. Okay, let's say you're making twenty thousand a fight. You got a manager. You got to pay your manager. You got to pay your coaches. You got to pay for gym taxes. Dues. Gym dues, massages, all that oh, stuff adds up. By the house. end, yeah. you probably left with you about half of that. And people got cars. People got people got kids. Like dudes with kids mm-hmm. like that. Ain't. And to top you that off, pay taxes. You don't. You, you know. You. <laughs> and to top that off, how like at most you fighting three, four times a year. Nobody really if fights more getting, than that. If you're not getting like, up. if you have a war, you're you're Twice out for. Six yeah. months. Yeah. 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 If you have a war, you're out for a while. Mm-hmm. You got to recuperate. Exactly. So it's like, I don't know f- for sure how long I could blow my ACL and never be the same guy again. Yeah. That, that's the thing about the pr- the life of a professional athlete. It can you're, end. It's never. It can end in practice. It can end in practice. Mm-hmm. Never guaranteed. True, true. Um. Oh man, I had a question on that. I kind of forgot what the hell it was. Go ahead, you go with your question. You I'll, I'll bring it back in if I remember it. <laughs> well, speaking of you know being a professional athlete, what would you recommend for somebody for somebody new that um, has a dream of oh, being? I hate a, this question. People always ask me my really? I was like, oh, I just started with MMA. 
what should I do to get in the UFC? I'm like, bro, like... Not even to get in the UFC, though. Okay. Like, for an up-and-coming fighter, they just want to compete. You know, like, whether they make it to the UFC or not, like, <laughs> we'll I see about that. I'm talking about for somebody that just wants I to get, compete. I get people that message me that question. I'm like... I'll let you know when I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, doing what you're doing, like, there's, there isn't, like, a, a Magic list of, formula. yeah, like, it's, for sure, win fights, I guess, win fights. Win fights, win yeah. fights. <laughs> Okay, it's simple enough. simple, all right? Like, that, like, that's a simple statement, but that's not a simple, it's easier, simple for everybody. It's anyways. easier said than done, but that's the easiest way. Like, if you win eight fights, you're eight and three. Depending on your weight class, nah, you got a good chance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not talking about UFC. I'm just talking about for somebody that wants to have their first MMA fight, what would you recommend? Like, how would how should they go about their about training? Uh, definitely do not focus on just one thing. If you're doing MMA, don't just... If you, are, if you already have one background, you need to branch out. Like, if you're already a wrestler, go to a boxing gym. If you're already a jiu-jitsu practitioner, go to a wrestling gym. Like... You got to add all the elements. If you're already good at one thing, you need to be branching out. And I guess the biggest thing is find a legitimate coach. There's a lot of, a lot of gyms That's out here are thing, BS, and, mm-hmm. and they're teaching people poor technique, taking your money, uh, and not, and not, they don't care about your safety. They'll put you in there with a stud, knowing you don't. Yeah, you don't belong in there. Cause I've gone in there That's with, super common, with bums. I'm like, what were you, do- what were you doing? Why, why did you, you take this? this fight? Yeah, like, why did you take <laughs> this fight? And it, it goes to your coaches. They don't care about you. You're just a guy. You're just a body. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's the biggest thing. Find a, a real coach who gives a damn about you. I've had some people ask me, like, hey, you know, I'd like to have, like, my first fight or whatever. I live here. Like, you know, what should I do? I'm like, oh. But I always tell people, like, man, if you're really serious, like, I, mean, I would hate to tell someone, like, before they've had an amateur fight to do this, because that's a big commitment, but, like, if you're really serious, like, you should probably move. Like, if you live in bumfuck nowhere. That's what I tell people in, people in uh Chicago area. They're always like, what gym should I go to? I'm like, there ain't no good gym. Yeah, that's you should come I to Denver. <laughs> I tell every time, you should move. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. That's the biggest reason, one of the biggest reasons I moved to Denver in the first place, too, yeah, I moved. was for the training. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think if you're a professional athlete, Denver, Colorado is the place to be. Here you got the elevation. Or Jackson's. Like you got elevation as the X Factor. When I was, when I, Jackson's has elevation, too. Jackson's yeah. has the same elevation as here. Yeah. When I was, like, thinking about, I actually ended up, like, what, so when I was thinking about where I, where I'd like to train, like, originally, um, I was always like, man, I'd like to come here or I'd go to Jackson's. And I thought of it, and I was like, whoa, whatever's not Albuquerque, because I don't want to fucking go <laughs> <up> there. <laughs> I was like, I hadn't even heard of this gym. I heard of Jackson's. They actually invited me. You know Izzy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The wrestling he, guy? Yeah. He yeah. knows me from high school wrestling. He was like, oh, you should come down. Okay. It's so expensive. Like those dorms and. Tr- really? Like the rent that they charge? Yeah. One. one Month is a thousand dollars. Oh, wow. I was Holy like, shit. I got a thousand. And Albuquerque, I've been there once. I'm never going back there again. Exactly. It's a shithole. Like, yeah, it's it's worth. You're gonna get great training, great bodies. It's altitude. Dude, you could probably get a nice house there for a thousand bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's why I went out to Kings of MMA. I was there for three months. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I I trained 
was right. keeper for like two or three months. Mm. Um, I bounced around. I you gotta find a gym that fits you because Kings MMA, great gym, great culture. Is it's just it's real like a clicky. Click. They have a lot of Brazilians there. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you don't speak Portuguese or or if you're an American, you haven't been there for like four years. Mm-hmm. You're not a part of the clique. You feel like you're an outsider. I was definitely feeling that. That's why I didn't go back. Yeah, yeah. I the reason I chose the gym. I was here for a week. I don't know if you guys remember. I was. I here remember. In, yeah. in April. Yeah. Like a week. Me and uh. Chepe. Chepe. Yeah. And then. When did you come here? April. When did I move here? I went the very first time. I just tried it out. When you first just visited. It was like a week after four four twenty. We were mad. We missed four twenty. What year? Uh, twenty sixteen. Okay, so you were here before me then. That's yes. what I thought. But yeah. then I didn't move move here until in the June, like June twenty first. Oh, okay. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, we were talking about that with Drew last week. That that this team just like uh, attracts like just nice. Yeah, there's no a holes, and yeah. I love. I hate training with a holes. I hate being around a holes. That's why I go to bars <laughs> or clubs. They just feel a holes. This, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you're doing something you love. You go into practice, and when you got that, like and one asshole just ruins the whole practice. Yeah. Like, it's you want to look forward to practice too. Like if you're gonna go train with a bunch of douchebags, it's like uh, I don't know. that was the thing back home. I hated going to practice. Yeah, I didn't enjoy doing striking class. I didn't enjoy doing jujitsu, or it didn't didn't stick. Mm-hmm. And I can be good at anything. You don't, you don't like. like it. Yeah, for sure. Like we're already kicking our asses. You know, like there's no need to be an asshole. Like there's, there's just another layer to it. You don't want an asshole coach either. Like, I want a hard coach, not a dickhead. Yeah. Like, like Elliot's hard, uh-huh. but he's not like a dick. Same thing with Vinny. He's tough, but he's not a dick. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. Vinny's like a, a real like tough dude, but he, I, I don't know him very, like on a real personal level, like I don't know him like you do, but he strikes me as a dude that's really tough, but he seems like he's a, he's a, like a, he's a, a good dude. He's a good guy. soul. Like, yeah. He, yeah, he's a genuine he's good dude. tell you what you need to hear, mm-hmm. and he's not going to, he's not going to bullshit you. Like, if, if you have a, a bad day of sparring, you don't let you know. Like, you suck today. You <laughs> hear that? Like I suck. Okay, let's work on this. Yeah. And a very knowledgeable boxer, oh, very yeah. knowledgeable striker. Oh, shit. Angles, uh, combinations, in and out. He he knows had, a lot. Had I had Vinny going into that Ngano fight, I'd probably win. Yeah. No bullshit. I, I probably win. I, I think I was. I have no doubts about that. The second round, like my eye was swollen up. I took him down twice in the second. You give me a third round, I don't know. I think it's important that, uh, like, there are, there are like, it's one thing to find a great uh, striking coach, but you also got to find someone who's, I guess, style um, matches, matches you, style. you, you know? All his, all the strikes flow into my head. You know, it was all pressure-oriented. Like, even, mm-hmm. on the, even the angles, I'm still pressure on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to, I want to get guys on the back heels, so when I shoot, there's no sprawl. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, let's. So we we started to talk about that that Ngannou fight. So Ngannou's not the champ. Would you rather get that title fight or would you rather get that rematch first? I'm not hunting redemption. Yeah. I'm hunting a strap. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. The money that comes with it. Ngannou <laughs> wants to climb up the rankings again. We're, we're running it back. Like, we're going to eventually. Yeah. We're running it back. I think. Uh, I don't see any. Well, right now, Daniel Cormier. And uh, Miocic, they're going to fight for the title. And I don't see anybody else 
getting that f- the winner of that fight besides you. Nobody, I, you Who's can't give me a better argument. Contender? Well, they're discussing me doing. This is what's probably gonna end up being. Probably won't get the title shot. They'll probably get me and Gam- if and Gamma wins because Derek Lewis has a shot at both. Who's he fighting? Derek Lewis. Oh, okay. Derek Lewis. They're both heavy-handed, so yeah, he could possibly win. The Black Beast. So on the on the official rankings is is number one. Me, Volkov, Lewis, Alistair. Oh, who's fifth? I don't know who's fifth, but then Derek Lewis six. And Lewis is coming off a big knockout win of Tyvor. Yeah. yeah. Does it matter to you uh, um, who you would fight? Like no. uh, debate. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, does it matter to you who wins the title? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, they're both great. They both have good hands, good cardio, great wrestling. I think I have advantages over both of them. Uh, they both have a slight advantage, just like time in the octagon. Uh-huh. They know what Experience. to do with Yeah. I think points. you have a big explosiveness yeah, advantage. I definitely believe I have that. I'm more athletic. One time, the, him and Copeland, they were sparring in the cage, and... I was the innocent bystander watching sparring, <laughs> and I was by the cage. And when those, uh, I don't know, combined five hundred pounds or, or six hundred pounds <laughs> crashed into the cage, I like I almost flew. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't do it that much here. Like are you, I don't know if you guys watch me spar. I don't spar hot fight. Like I, I spar. I'm trying to learn stuff. I'm trying to yeah. do different things. It's not me. Try try new yeah. stuff and spar. But in a fight. I get inside, I'm going to shoot. Yeah. But in sparring, I might try an uppercut and slide out and pull steps, all this. But we getting a little shots lately. I see you. I see you. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, fights, in your fight against Overeem, was, was that third round? I yeah. think that was the third round. You had him hurt, and he was on the fence, mm-hmm. and you threw a combination, and then you went. Uh, as he was backed up against the cage, the only thing he could do at that moment just is... Talk. Yeah, hook wildly. And at the perfect moment, you shot in, took him down, eventually you got the TKO. Uh, I think that, that's more than fight IQ. I think that's a fight instinct. That's, yeah, that was the instinct. I didn't think, like, oh, I should shoot. No, it just... It just came to you. It was and a I, perfect move, though. We were both talking about it. Yeah, uh, I think those are the type of things you can't teach. Like, those fight instincts, I think... A lot of people didn't like innate. it, though. A lot of people was like, why didn't you keep... I was like, why? Like, why not? Why would I down? put myself at a risk? Why give him a chance? Yeah. That was, that was my... That was my first instinct was I just thought... Because I didn't think, like... I was clapping about it. I was like, hey. <laughs> no, he, 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 like, corrected me. Of and I agreed. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, not, like, uh, in a sense, like, oh, I wanted to see you stand and bang, which, like, I, I don't care. Because it's interesting for me to watch wrestling and stuff, too. So it was more like, I thought you could finish him and you shot. But the root was like, I, I think that he was, like, biding his time. That's to, what I thought. I was like, I don't feel him shaking. I don't feel him getting, like... He Close wasn't going to break down. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he's a veteran. He's like, I'm going to eat these. He was waiting for his moment. Yeah, so I was like, nah. He was waiting for him. Yeah. And you know, there's going to be people all the time that are going to find faults with anything that you do. You, can, you can't please them all. Yeah. But uh, I think that was 100% the right move. And these are the type of decisions that will win fights. Vinny even told me, he was like, yeah. It's great that you took him down, but the, the striker hurt me once. <laughs> I was like, I know, I'll get you one one day. Um, 
you gotta like it's about anything can happen in a fight so it's like every tactic that you can apply to put the odds keep the odds on your side you know what I mean then it's also longevity true the less I stand and bang the better I'm the healthier I'm coming out of these fights the more fights I can have look at Cain Velasquez had hella wars mm-hmm. he, look at him now he can wrestle he just chose not to. He's like, I'm going to show you people I can stand up. And he can, but he t- it took a lot of damage. And I think now when people want to see him now, they keep bringing up his name. I'm like, he's he's not the same, bro. I he hasn't he fought in how long? Three years? Two or three years, yeah. yeah. Is he scheduled to come back at all? I don't think. I haven't heard anything. I, I know he had surgery. They but put him out of the rankings. He oh, was really? ranked, I was ranked fifth and then... I got bumped up to the fourth because he was ranked fourth. He got pulled out because he, even if he does come back, he's not gonna have the same explosiveness. He's not gonna have the same, uh, what do they call it, quick twitch move. He's not gonna be able to. Oh yeah, do yeah. All, yeah. He's not That's the same. Agility. Uh, yeah, he still got the technique, but Rashad, Time, his Rashad timing has the technique. And look what happened to Rashad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he. Uh, all, all those guys at AK, man, it's like there's something to be said about like you can get good quickly with like just going balls out, but it's like they all get injured, man. The only one who doesn't is DC. DC. I don't know. Uh, I think he's, he's got that fat protecting him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it can't be his diet. <laughs> yeah, it's his diet. <laughs> good healthy food keeps him going. <laughs> no, he got the fat cushion. <laughs> I, I think that I would bet because DC's like. So experienced. I also think that now that because DC's been going so long, he, I don't know if he's necessarily like the hardest, most consistent trainer in the world. That's another thing. I think I'm doing way more than these other guys. I think I'm in the gym a lot more just because their bodies can't handle. It. They have to take two days recovery. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to. Um, did you listen to uh, like Frost the Hobby was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast? Do you hear that? I have not heard that one. Dude, that was possibly. Possibly the best podcast. For real, I haven't listened to it Except for this episode right here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he was talking about, like, I don't think that... I don't know if you need to take it this far, but his opinion was, I don't think you should ever be sore. He was like, like, you you should always be able to... You're always going to be sore. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I think other people are more, like, dispositioned to get... Certain people are more dispositioned to get sore than others. I I generally don't get sore. You know, if you had a hard sparring day... Tuesday, mm-hmm. do not go hard Wednesday. I right. used still get in the gym, but don't do eight rounds of hard jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Your limbs and your ligaments are already beaten up. Yeah, why yeah. put further stress? You're not gonna get good rounds. Right. You're already beat up from the sparring. That was like like his opinion was like the same. It was like all right, if you like, let's say you train for an hour a day. And you go like you go hard, like hard as you can. And the next day you come in and you can really only train for like an hour, you know. But I train for two hours at like a medium pace. The next day I can come back and train two hours. And at the end of the week or at the end of the year, like I've got twice as many training hours as you. And then when I need to, then I can go hard. Technique. Yeah. I usually I spar hard maybe two three rounds the whole camp. Oh really? I'm not looking to beat my I'm not looking to beat the hell out of Josh. I'm not looking to beat the hell out of whoever else is in there. Yeah. I don't need, they don't need that, I don't need that. I'm looking to get better at like certain aspects of my striking. Or my Getting your grapple. timing down, working your new skills. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think uh, I, that's the way I approach it too. 
So once a camp, you go hard? Yeah, like once a camp. Cause every time I get injured, every time I go hard, I hurt my rib. Yeah. Because I, I did a nasty takedown, dude flailed, and I, I landed right on top of his knee. Neat. I'm like, uh-huh. I didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't I know. need it. And it's funny, uh, now that I'm finished up my camp for my, my fight is next week, like this this last week, I pray every morning, please, God, exactly. don't let me get injured. <laughs> don't let me get injured. I pray for my opponent, too. I'm like, please keep yeah, him healthy. <laughs> let him make it to the yeah. fight. Keep that him healthy until I, yeah. Yeah. Until I hurt him. <laughs> what, uh, at what point in camp, does it, is there a specific time? or it's just like There's right, a day where Benny usually gets fed up with me doing bullshit rounds. He's like, yeah. all right, today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Fine. Give you, give you one good day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... All right, well, um, I'm gonna have to cut it a little bit short because we got started a little bit late. You got anything you want to? Anything uh, left? And you want to ask me? Go as long as you guys need. I I got um. Okay. Yeah, I got someone, but we we only usually go for about another like eight or so minutes. But that's cool. One more. Um, sure. I I would say, do you listen to any podcast guys? I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to Ariel Hawani. I listen to Brendan Schaub. Fighter and the Kid. Yeah. Why you do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually been a lot nicer to me. Yeah, a lot nicer. He's oh yeah. Are oh, you cool though? He's got on the uh, hype train. He's, yeah, the he's on the yeah. hype train. Now. <laughs> All right. I love uh, that. There was a uh, one of my f- favorite uh, like analysts. He's a British guy. His, his I don't know what his real name is. He goes by Jack Slack. Um, he's not too known in the states, but he was. Uh, he was talking about Brendan Schaub. He's like, you know what? Like his podcast, like it's okay, but you can only listen to someone say "gadoosh." So many times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I listen about 15 minutes and I'm like, all right. Yeah. Joe Rogan, I listen to Joe Rogan. All the time, yeah. Whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's really good. I'm, I'm Best sure. in the business. Oh, yeah. I know you guys yeah. watch him. Like, he, yeah. he's real good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, man. He has, like, a great way of of having, like, a natural conversation and still getting, like, super... What he needs. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very, it's like you're just talking at a bar. You forget there's microphones. Well, he's only been doing it for like his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's professional. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so um, so before we get ready to wrap up, how do people? So you don't have a date, right? No, okay. not yet. No. So how, how do people follow you so they can find out that kind of stuff? What's your social media, all that stuff? You guys can follow me at Razorblades two six five on Instagram and Twitter. I don't really use Snapchat, so I'm not going to get that out. Yeah. <laughs> Blades is a D-L-A-Y-D-E-S. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, if you guys want to follow the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes, leave us a positive review. Um, you quotes can follow us on... Yeah, quotes and chokes. You can uh, follow us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, if you want to follow me, at NickAngeloni155 on, uh, on Instagram. I really do Twitter. Um, and you can follow me at prime underscore time 9999. Uh, that's Instagram? You do, you have Twitter? That's Instagram, yes. You have Twitter? No. I'm not up with the... Y'all are going to get those. Yeah? Man, I, I thought it. Twitter died. I thought Twitter no, died too and then like made like a strong... It's resurrected, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Cool. Thank you, guys.